What's going on, podcast? It is Colin of ColinCanHelp.com. Today we have a conversation with Casey, aka Scuff Mixon. He's a artist. He's a tattoo artist. He's a musical artist. The dude is artistic, let me tell you. And not only that, but we have some really good points. Uh, we talk about all those things. We talk about marketing and so much more. Looking forward to having him on as another, a guest on another episode just because he's that much fun to talk to. Hope you feel the same way. Let me know after you're done listening. And after you're done listening, please, please go check out his new single, Rest. Available just about everywhere. So here, without further ado, here's an ad. But then it's all about Scuff Mixon. That's hilarious. That's awesome. All right, gotta be ready for work. Bye, honey. Oh, yeah. Bye. I'm gonna start working too. Later. It don't matter where you are in your life. You don't have to do it by yourself. Scuff Mixon. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and I'm back. And I'm known for making music. And uh, just general art artistry as well, too, right? Don't you do a little bit of paint, a little bit of tattoos? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess just a multimedia artist. Yeah. Am I looking at you? You can look wherever you want. Now. All right. Anything, anytime you want to look in the camera, look in the camera. Anytime you want to make eye contact, right, you're running the show. You, you're the star here. All right, let's go. Um, so have you always been into music? Have you always been to art? Is, is it something that came later in life? When did all of that begin? Um, drawing and like painting and art, like physical art like that, uh, probably when I was like six, I'd say. I used to sit and just draw with my, with my pops and like... I always thought it was just like so cool when I'd see him like draw blueprints and stuff. So I don't know, I started drawing real young and then uh, music was a little bit later, probably like 12, 13 type thing. Um, yeah, I bought my guitar when I was 13, so yeah, probably 12 I was like, I'm gonna play music. And you just, did you start with a guitar or did you start singing? Just... Yeah, uh, guitar. Actually, it was, I went with my buddy and I picked up a bass and like, I was like tiny as shit back then. Oh shit. Oh, you good? Alright, all right, cool. That just means we hit the explicit <laughs> button when we upload. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. <laughs> That's three times. Shit counter. Shit <laughs> counter at the top. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, you started doing, playing the guitar. What made you decide to go guitar? Oh yeah, so me and my buddy went and I was trying to play bass and I just like, I like could, I just couldn't do it. I was like tiny and like my arms were just like, uh, just felt like awkward. So then I picked up a guitar and I was like, ooh, this feels, this feels nice. And then my buddy bought a bass and I bought a guitar. And did you kind of just teach yourself the strings? Did you ever take lessons? Uh, never took lessons, dude. Like, I don't know if I regret it or not, but... Like, I don't know how to read music at all. Um, I don't know the difference of this note to that note. Like, I just play with 
sounds good to me. Uh, so it was like slow learning process. This fucking guy. Shout out to Yardmaster, always doing a horrible job. Yeah, dude. You should have him on the podcast. At least he can't <laughs> have his blower here just blow it at the same time. I can't awesome. hear you. <laughs> Um, so you can't read music, um, so you yeah, just, no, I can't. Kind of, all of your chords just kind of come from what sounds like internally, or yeah, I mean, I like playing with other, uh, playing with my guitarist. Uh, shout out Tyler Grant. He does. A lot of people probably don't know that. Um, you know, like Scuff Mixon is also him. Um, we've been making music since we were like 15. So watching it, he doesn't know how to read music either though. Um, but he just has like a really good chord book, you know, he, he plays sounds that I love. Uh, like every time he plays a chord, it's just, I'm like, that's it. You know, that, that's a song right there. Um, so like watching other people play and playing with them, you learn. Uh, and I don't know, some, sometimes I think it limits me, but other times I feel like I don't really have like a like a skeleton to to write, you know. It's just it's just whatever. Gotcha. Sometimes. Do you think that people that kind of go the more classical route of reading and writing act the actual notes, does that kind of put them in more of a box than just kind of letting it flow? I don't think necessarily, but um, I mean you could let it, you know. But like I think. It could open up a whole nother world for me in another sense. Um, I've thought about, you know, doing my research and kind of taking a step back and really understanding, uh, like, what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Because right now it's free for all. Absolutely. <laughs> Walk us through that free for all. From sounds like you guys kind of just get in the studio or get in a room and kind of start vibing and putting things together. Or how does a typical yeah. song of yours, um, from beginning to release, hmm. how does that process go? Hmm. I feel like it's different a lot. Like every time. Sometimes, you know, Tyler will uh, send me a, a little guitar part. You know, just like thirty second riff. And uh, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, let's let's work on this next time, and we'll start working on that, and then maybe play something else, and we're like, oh, this sounds cool, or like, let's do this, and it's, you know, it it transforms into like something totally different than what it was when, than what we intended on working on, you know what I mean? Um, but then yeah, then there's days where you know we don't have like an idea or anything, we just kind of like you exactly like you you put it. Um, just kind of vibe out and you know we'll just be chilling talking playing <clears throat> and you know when one of us hits that chord or I'll come up with a line and sometimes we write guitar first and then other times we write lyrics first and then write the guitar to that so it really is different like song to song and you could probably hear it like if you've ever listened to my stuff like th there's a lot of different feelings going on from this song to that song so it's just like uh, before we started recording, you were listed on a hip hop blog, and you're like, oh, "This is this isn't even hip hop." Yeah, for the new <laughs> single "Rest," like it's just not, you know, it's not hip hop at all. It's about, like I said, one of the least hip hoppy things I've done. But I think it's sweet that it has somewhat of that influence, and that like people are open to it. You know, like I think it's dope. It's just so random to me. I'm like, wow. Right. 
but I think the musical world is just opening up so much with, I mean, anyone like we were talking about can record in their bedroom. So like you're gonna get every kind, of, anything you can think of is out there. You know, it's it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> and uh, you said that this is more pop, not hip hop. If you had to put a label on your your music, on your full catalog as a whole, what would you put it as? I'd have to just go like alternative or something, man, because I I don't know. Just make up your own genre. I mean, I de yeah, I feel like like. Again, this song could fit into this genre where this song might not. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to just go like a general, just like alternative. Because um, yeah, I do love hip hop and I, I do love like making beats and then putting the guitar to the beats, you know. Not everything is always like a live drummer, um, though we, we do do that a lot. But uh, yeah, man. I don't know. That's a perfect segue into what I was going to ask you next. Is okay. As, as somebody that doesn't read music, but you make music and you know how to play instruments, you know how to do things on the computer, how do you feel is different about a live instrument opposed to a, a drum machine on, on a you know, typical software, both from making it and from listening to it? How do, okay, one more time. I'm processing. Uh, the difference is the Loading. <laughs> I'm just like, Answer I go loading. dead for a minute, yeah. <laughs> um, but like the difference of, because you know, a lot of older people don't like newer music because it's all synthesized on a computer opposed to newer people are like, I, yeah. how do you fall on that spectrum? Man. Man. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I will always love live instruments, no doubt, you know, like just an acoustic guitar, just the feeling of it. You know, you could feel it if we were playing, you know, on this couch, you'd feel it, you know. Right. Even if you're not like super in tune to it, like you'd still, it resonates. Um, but I don't know, I mean, I love electronics. I use it in a lot of my stuff, so I'd be, you know, wrong to say like, that I like live instruments more. But there's something about both. Just you know? finding a way to blend Yeah, them. there's something about both. And the blend is, yeah, that's what I like. I like that a lot. I like experimenting with uh, with both. Gotcha. Sure. I, think, I think it would be a lot, like I'd be missing out if I wasn't, you know, messing around with synths and playing right. with the, the technology we, we have now. Absolutely. So. And on technology, what are the top five apps or programs that you use in your day to just go about your business notes notes number one that's that's yeah for sure just because the lyrics and stuff like you like to write them opposed to doing voice notes better uh yeah i mean it depends that would be probably my next number two. app yeah number two not necessarily in order i guess um but yeah just to lay down a quick melody for sure voice recorder like in the car or whatever like dude actually it's horrible because my voice memos are like on my computer. So like sometimes when it's like randomly playing things, it'll just be like a horrible version of me. just like, <laughs> and like it comes on, you know, and like everyone's hanging out and I'm like, oh fuck. And like, everyone's like, what is this bro? And I'm like, oh, it's just an idea. But yeah, those, those two are clutch. Um, 
I don't utilize calendar. I wish I could say I do. I should. Um, Garage Band, for sure. Same thing, though. Just, like, to lay down a quick, like, tempo. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, practice something on the way to somewhere. Uh, Instagram. It's huge. Like, it's pretty much... I'd say, like, pretty much where anybody new is finding me is mostly there, um, which is cool. I like I like Instagram's platform. And then, what is that for? Yeah, one more. One more. Uh, I don't know, man. I play Trials. <laughs> trials. <laughs> yeah. I don't use any other apps, really, for real. That's about it. Oh, uh, YouTube. My YouTube analytics. Gotcha. Definitely. Which I'm trying to get better at because I feel like uh, doing independent stuff like you pretty much have to. <laughs> right. You know, you, there's no way around it. So I got to get better at that. That whole thing, marketing and all the fun shit. You know. That is fun that shit. you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's fun when you know it. <laughs> like, you see, know. see, but I, I kind of look at marketing in the same way that you look at music, where right. I, I went to Lakeland and I did the whole business school just because, you know, my parents, if you need a degree, like, you right. go to school. But, like, what you learn in a marketing class is already outdated. It, you're not, you're not going to go read a book and it's not going to be practical. You, it's just a trial and error, and marketing is just a really fancy way to say reputation. Same as brand, it just means reputation. So it's one of those yeah. where a lot of people kind of say, oh, I don't know how to market, I, I, don't, I don't know how to do it. It's just figuring out how to present yourself on a format, on a platform that's native to that platform. Like you were, yeah. like you were saying, you're trying to get more into YouTube, you really like Instagram. I think I'm right about there with you. I don't use Facebook nearly as much as I used to, and I hate Twitter. No, not nearly. I've always hated Twitter. Like, it's just a chaos field. I don't like it. Uh, Twitter, I think, yeah. Twitter, for me, is just unhealthy. Maybe it's the people that I ended up following when I made a Twitter when I was 16, like, I could go and clear out, but it's pretty, I think it's pretty toxic. Uh, I think certain people use it really well, but like, for me, I don't wanna just tweet something, you know, one night and be like, oh, I don't even feel that way anymore. And you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. Plus like, Instagram, I feel like, I put personality into my stories and stuff like it sounds stupid but it it's like a cool way to relate to people that you're not around Absolutely. you know like I've, I've met tons of cool artists and musicians and chefs and like just people that love what they do and like Absolutely. link on that just like even you right you know Instagram so it's weird with Instagram um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's something that everybody that I talk to as, as a free marketing tip. Mm -hmm. Instagram started as a photo platform. Photos don't do anything on Instagram anymore. I don't know if you've noticed that in your own analytics on that, but yeah, you, could, sure. you could post a photo or you could post a five second video of just the still photo and this will get at least twice as many views every time. Whoa, that's weird. Because no, I, I, it's, it's I one never of the ways really through that. the alg algorithm, just the video is quicker to pop up in your feed, and people are huh. a, lot, a lot quicker, you know, as long as they have data enabled. Um, but that's something that I've been kind of toying with, and it, huh. it's amazing that that's it's cool. almost every time is double the amount tip. of engagement. Um, so keep that one in mind. You know, if you're doing an album cover, just keep 
the album cover with 15 seconds of the song or something like that, opposed to just just the, just album. the album art. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, giving huh. a little bit of sound and yeah. everything like that uh, makes a huge difference. That's really cool. Um, Good tip, thank you. So how long have you been on Instagram? Oh, shit, I don't even know, maybe like four years. But I like made a bunch of different ones. It was like Scuff, and then it was I'm Scuff, and then it was, then I changed my name to Scuff Mixon, so it was Scuff Mixon, and then I changed it to Scuff Mixon Art, which is what it is now. So like, were you making different I profiles just, every time, or did you just change the? Yeah, I, I made different profiles, deleted it because I was like, oh, you know, this one's just for my art. And then the, this one's just for this, and I was like, this is so stupid, you know? But your life is art, so you know what I mean? It yeah, and that's kind of what I was like, you know, like, people are just going to have to accept that I'm just going to put it all right here. Right. Like, everything's here. I'm not going to make a different place for everything. It's just, it's too much. Yeah, like, I love social media for a lot of reasons, but it's too much. I'm not trying to right. be like Black Mirror <laughs> with my, you know, with it. It freaks me out. Do you see any downside to social media? You kind of touched on a few of them throughout there, but if, if, if you had to weigh the best thing about social media and the worst thing either for you or society, where would you put those? Mm. I mean, yeah, I think I've, I've, you know, even been affected where I'm like, dude, I need to like not have my phone on and, you know, that, that kind of like technology-free day or weekend you know like we literally just rented a cabin in the woods and i was just like Look phone's fun. gone and like i just needed to refresh um i don't know i mean i think it makes dating life a little weird um i think it could be great as well but i think it makes uh like meeting people in public having conversations like people are very weird when you talk to them like i'm weird you know but like i'm not saying that in a bad way it's just like people aren't as comfortable having conversations right. like with random people it's but at the same time you know you could easily dm someone with right. no just kind of hide behind the screen yeah totally so i think it's just making uh you know as always there's going to be a divide the people that use it right are gonna i don't know what you'd say you know flourish in in the technology and and the people that use it wrong will just destroy themselves over technology, so it's pretty sci-fi. <laughs> it feels very sci-fi, but it is real. It's definitely real. Um, I listen to a lot and watch a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk stuff. Do you ever watch yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his dance on that one where he's like... That's so weird. On the way here, I was going to ask you if, you if you were a fan of him. Yeah, the main two podcasts I listen to are either Gary Vee and Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan to me is like the white man's Oprah. Like... <laughs> Joe just, Rogan, he's he, like, he's yeah. got the life, like he's figured out fucking life, and he's making like a hundred million dollars a year to have a oh. podcast with his buddies. Yeah, he he seems <laughs> like he is having a great time. I'm, I'm all for it. I think Joe Rogan's great. Absolutely, yeah, I think he's super dope. But super uh, dope. Uh, Gary Vee has a thing about social media is it doesn't change people; it just exposes who they really are. Where where we think a lot of people are a lot crazier than they used to be. No, you just see into everybody's life now. Right. And it's the same crazy. They're just showing it off. Or uh. if, if you're kind of posting, <laughs> you know, if you're kind of posting like my best life shit all the time, like you're probably not that actual happy. You know. That's like, yeah. That's in, that's interesting. Feels interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. I'll I'll be thinking about that later. <laughs> really fucked me up with that one. There it is.
So let's take it a little bit back then, make it a little bit more comfortable for you since we just blew your mind. <laughs> um, where, what platforms is your music on? Where can people find and fi listen to more of your stuff? Um, I want to say everywhere. I think it's everywhere. I've done my best to put it everywhere. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Tidal, Google Play, iTunes, uh, all that. Did I say SoundCloud? Yeah. I think I even have a band camp. It's probably got old stuff. But yeah, I think everywhere, man. That's like, you know, I try to be good about that because uh, not everyone uses a Spotify. So like, I gotta put it everywhere if I wanna reach people and uh, so yeah, so if you search Scuff Mix on, on anything, it better come up and if not, tell me, I'll fix it. Are you on Audio Mac? I do believe, yes. I just learned about that one. Cause like, I go through a, di a distribution company, so like, they put it, put it everywhere for me, so it's like, I don't have to upload separately to everything. Yeah. I still have to upload to like, probably like seven separate platforms, but like, most of it goes kind of all at once. Does that what cost you, my bad, yeah. Does that cost you money to be part of the distribution? Yeah, uh, but it's like, dude, it's so worth it, and it's, mine is a one-time fee, and it's awesome, dude. Gotcha. Like, there are other things, upgrades, uh, that you can do, other packages, you know, and the more, I think, you get into it, like, the more you'll need those things, but, yeah, I recommend any artist to represent yourself and yeah definitely get your stuff everywhere for sure is there any particular platform that you, you as an artist you make more money off of or you know do they have better royalties for artists or is everybody about the same across the board well i don't really make much i can tell you that um but i would say most of what I get comes from either shows or Spotify. Gotcha. Yeah, Spotify is probably, but I think that's just because I have the most, like, traction there at times. Like, especially new releases, I'll get, like, a big wave and then hope people come back, obviously. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Spotify, like, pays incredibly great, but I, I love it. I think it's a great platform, and if it was about the money, I'd have quit a long time ago. Absolutely. <laughs> As, a, as time, a podcaster, yeah. I really like the features that Spotify has, opposed to any yeah. of the other ones. Like the ability it's to artist to friendly, share, man. Like to be able to share into somebody's Instagram story why every exactly. single audio thing doesn't replicate that feature. Like iTunes, it's amazing. Especially iTunes. Think of everything that's on iTunes. As long as you're listening to iTunes, if all you have to do is like boom, share, right? Everything like that. Like for the podcast, it's great. I put up the the thing and it's right there. Right. Click the link. Throw a little arrow at them. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the easier you make it, the more chance someone's gonna get bored and be like, yeah, you know, I've skipped this dude's right. music a million, I've done it, I'm guilty of it. Like, I've seen that one dude's post and I'm just like, ah, 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 just, you know, gone through, getting sucked into that life. And and then one night, you know, I'm just like, oh, check it out, man, I've seen it a bunch, you know? Right. And I check it out and I'm like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. I can only hope people do that. Luckily for you, that's actually, like, there's science behind that. I want to say it's, if you see something 50 times, I think it is, you're, you're all guaranteed to click it. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's weird. weird. It's same too, like, it kind I of, believe it 100%. It, it also goes back to, like, sales. One of the few things I remember, actually, of business school was, like, it, it's, 
first time you go call on somebody, you're pretty much not likely to make a sale. Second time, you're chipping away little by little. They're seeing you. They're recognizing your face. This guy's determined. Then eventually, right, they're going to be right. like, dude, you've been here seven times in seven weeks. Like, right. Come on in. Let's have a meeting. What is it that you're really doing? To where the guy that just comes once and keeps going, you know, didn't work. I'm just going to keep moving. Their right. success right there, it, it, it's 50 times. Charge. That's insane. So, I mean, think about this 50 times, but if you were, do you do any, um, like, uh, sponsored ads on any of the social media you do? Mm, yeah, I have. I've, I've done Instagram and I did a couple Facebook, but I don't, I don't know how worth it any of it is, right. you know? Like, obviously, people resharing it, that's where it's at. Like, if, if every single person that heard it or, you know, that followed you reposted your stuff, I mean, you'd be Triple, quadruple the amount of people, which is just great. Yeah, and every time you share it too, like you're naturally building up higher in the yeah. rankings for like the explore feature. Like, yeah. Oh, if 18 people just share the new song, make more people want to see it, so they know to put it up higher. Right. Yeah. But with, with it, that question that I was asking for, have you done the sponsored ads? That's kind of your way to guarantee your way into that 30, 40, 50 times you see it. Where if you just Instead of going on a high-budget high campaign, sure. which a lot of people screw up and do, yeah. if you go like a $5 a day type thing, you know, pack of smokes or whatever, like make that equation, right. to then every day in the same vicinity, like you said, you make more money doing shows, opposed to the people that just blast it and try to get it everywhere. If you just focus the shit out of Lake right. or wherever it is that you want to perform at, and then right. naturally, you know, what's that, five a day, that's 35 a week? Think about how yeah. feasible that is I for mean, so many people to then, you're that household name when somebody's like, It oh, can't be a bad thing right. to, to and, you know, promote and, it. Yeah, but it's by playing it. with that, like doing that local, thinking local instead of like the national, got to blow it up, everybody's right. got to hear it, then that's how, like you said, if, if well, every I think time it, you're seeing it, you're like, oh, I got to check this guy out now. Yeah, and especially like hometown, people, Cleveland is awesome right now. Like, so many good musicians, uh, bands, acts, dance, like, dancers. Dude, Cleveland is popping right now. So people should, like, for real, they should, they should check people out around here and, like, start supporting the people in your hometown first, you Absolutely. know? Um, I think any artist would want their hometown behind them, in, in a sense, for the most part. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> you know. And, and speaking of pe more people should put on the local artists, give me five people that are from the Cleveland area that, uh, let's go musically, that people should know. Oh, man. All right. Don't get mad at me for anyone that I don't mention. There's a lot of people. Um, you talked to one of them for sure. I think Nuke, uh, Nuke Franklin is, is great in Cleveland. Uh, along with Kipstone. Um, honestly, Ty C, uh, the producer of my past two releases, is like one of the most talented musicians I know and producers. Like, he plays everything, he's incredible. Um, so, Ty C made it on Instagram, he's awesome. Um, two more. God, I feel like I have to pick between so many people. Like, I know tons of them. Uh, Adi Ray, 
great producer, engineer, artist. Um, oh, man. I'm shouting out friends, hardcore. That's where you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I truly do love, um, like, certain friends stuff. I'm just like, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're my friend. I'm like, this is great music. So it just makes me love you more, you yeah. know? Uh, the last one I would have to say would be, uh, dude, my buddy Bear Trap makes awesome, like, uh, acoustic, just heart-tugger music. They're a great songwriter. Uh, and I'm working with him, hopefully, real soon. We're trying to get his EP going and stuff, so. Um, he's, like, a new artist that's been doing it for a long time, and, like, now he's ready to go, so. Nice. Yeah. He, he's one to follow, for sure. I don't know, man. So many, so many good artists around here. That's real. a good problem to so have. If, if, you, if you have that hard of a time getting it yeah. in the five. Right? And those are like just, yeah, those are just like musicians I was thinking about. I mean, literally, like, there's just so many good, cool people around here. Nice. <laughs> All right, so we're back. And uh, I was just, we had a quick commercial break. That's the beautiful thing about podcasts. We yeah. an interruption, you learn how to, you're like, all right, we'll put the ad in. The I didn't even have one. to hear the commercial, so that was great. And you don't have to hear the commercial either on the thing. You could always hit the fast forward. That's always great. Oh, that's cool. Actually. But uh, what I was getting ready to say before we, uh, while we had it off was, I've noticed with the podcast, and I'm sure you have with your music, how <clears> the first <throat> one is rough as fuck. I hear myself saying, um, huh, like all those things, the recording, mm -hmm. the audio isn't as good, and then episode five comes, and you're like, oh, I figured out how to not say hum after every question. Or yeah. Episode 10 comes, I figured out how to properly place the music and make it sound right through it, and then by episode right. 20, by the time yours comes out, you're somewhere around 30, I think. Nice, um, okay. That's all this year. So, like, I've been on, on the podcast huh. game. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think something like that, you can definitely, like, you can go to, like you said, episode one, play it, and be like, wow, I've come a long way. Right. You know, like, same too, like, as somebody, if you start listening to episode 30 and you keep working your way down the list, you're like, yeah. wow, he really has come a long way. Like, I see what he was trying to do here, and he figured out and switched right. it. Or, like, with your music, you're like, oh, he was trying to do this with something, and then mm -hmm. he, he switched this whole process. Or, like, yep. it's, it's nice to, with an artist or with any type of medium, to kind of be able to follow that journey, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like, I think... That's the coolest part about recording and, and like recording your music, recording your video, whatever, whatever you're doing. Like, it's sweet to look back on that stuff. It's crazy. You, you kind of like, because it all happens so slow, you know, or it feels slow. It feels fast, actually. Right. But like, it is slow, you know, it's slow progression. And, and I think people don't normally realize, like, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years plus. Like, right. So it's it's crazy to look back at it, you know, a live show from 20, 2012 even, you're like, oh my God, look at me, look <laughs> at me go. And you're just like, it's cringy, but it's awesome because you're like, I'm getting better. And I think it's important to like see that. You have to see that you're doing, you know, right. getting somewhere. And I think without getting somewhere, like you said earlier, you would have quit already. Like if, it, if you were just doing this for the money and you didn't see money, you would quit, but by being able yeah. to see your art grow and see your progression of, I was writing songs about my teenage breakup and now I'm writing songs about like living my life. My adult breakup now. Yeah, still don't have a girlfriend. Damn, why do you just hate me? I don't even know. I must really suck, dude. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, definitely though. I mean, and like the, the more I make, the more important it becomes, you know, quality and just like, 
I gotta believe in what I'm saying and, and you know, stuff like that. It's like, with, with the more I make, the more I need it to be a certain way. It makes you kind of crazy, but it's like, you know, you know, you know what you want. You know what you want and you know that and, it, and you can do it nowadays, yeah. so it's like, and you can teach you gotta find a way. You can teach yourself everything nowadays, whether it's teaching oh, yourself sure. computer school or... School of YouTube, man. School of YouTube, I love the school of YouTube. It's I started a whole landscape company out the school of YouTube. Really? Do you learned everything off YouTube. For I, I worked for a guy for That's crazy. Oh, like two weeks, maybe a month, and realized what he was charging for shit. And I was like, all I gotta do is get the same. You're like, wait, I get a truck, right? And I can figure this out. And you know, you right. before before you went to a place, you go research on YouTube. That's how, crazy. How yeah. How do I do this? And you're like, all right, I do that. Or same too, like for when my equipment breaks, I got so sick of waiting for you know. Yeah. The. Yeah, my roommate's really good at that type of thing. Like, his car goes out, he types in the problem, he's like, right. I'm gonna try to fix it. I'm like, damn, I would never. See, I would the way fuck I look my, car my car up, dude. Like, I don't touch my Kia, because, like, it's all confined, but, like, I have a big Dodge Ram truck, which everything falls off of it. So, right. I was like, I could actually crawl under it or get into the engine type thing. Right, right. You figure out $100 an hour for a mechanic if... If Easy. I can figure this out in a weekend, even yeah, like I would save myself. Then you know and, forever yeah. too. It's like forever knowledge. Yeah, you hear that like, noise again. You're like, oh, that's the back panel of right. the muffler. You know, you're like, all right, I got this. Like, how many people even know? Do you know how to change a tire? Do you know how to change a tire? You do. If you don't, but you if go you to don't, YouTube, how do you change a tire? Dude, watch it because you're gonna have to know one day. Yeah. Been lucky so far, but one day you're gonna be like, "Shit, I don't even know how to do this." You know, that's a really just good out idea. there in the just, desert. Just take one day and just go like look up all the remedial human things to do on the Dude. internet. Dude, it's a lost, lost art. Like you we said. should, we should just make like essential survival video. Just like this is how you do this. <laughs> I feel like people would watch. I think it's a great little side thing for you. There you go. Have to give it to work. That's my idea for free to you. For free, to you. <laughs> I have to put it to work. Uh, so let's move a little bit away from music real quick. Uh, you, sure. do, you, you do tattooing for people, right? You're a tattoo I do. artist. Yeah, I do. What is that like? Like you said, kind of music and other art is kind of an evolving process. That one you got to get it right on the first time because it's yeah. there forever. Like what was that like the first couple of times or you know, as you got the Dude, comfort yeah. learning that skill? That's a great question. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, the first time was crazy, dude. It was like uh, my neighbor, literally, he was just like, you know, kind of nuts. And he was just like, one day he's like, hey, you could draw, right? And I was like, yeah. He goes, uh, you want to do this tattoo on me? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, dude, I didn't, like have no idea what I'm doing. He's like, I know, it's cool. I was like, I don't know. I was, shoot, I was scared, man. I, I did not want to do it, really. Like, I was pretty not about it. Um, but I always wanted tattoos. Like, as a kid, you know, I was like, punk rock, punk yeah. So, like, I had an interest in them, but I never thought I would do them. And, yeah, I, I tattooed this kid, like, on my mom's patio. <laughs> Just, like, he, he knew I didn't know what I was doing, and I tried it out, and, like, it actually looked pretty good. And I was like, shit, that was kind of cool. And, and from there, literally, it was, like, my, my buddy, shout out Billy Matsumoto, Check him out, super talented dude. Um, but yeah, he invested in my machine and everything because like I didn't have the money at the time. And he was like, "Dude, I think you should tattoo." And like, gave me the, fronted me the money for it. And uh, yeah, I've been tattooing ever since, like nine years almost. Um, I took like a good two-year break, but and then started getting more into it. But um, 
Did that answer your question? Pretty good. Okay, cool. <laughs> have you ever done one where you were like, uh-oh? Uh, I may have had like a moment, not really that I remember, like, I, I remember, I did tattoo a very, like a super elderly uh, vet, and he got like a, a, a vet tattoo, something, I can't remember exactly, it was like a dagger or something. But it, it was like a patch or an emblem, you know? So it was really important to him. And, uh, it was awesome. I was like honored to do it, but his skin was just so... Frail? Yeah, it was so dry and like just wrinkly and thin. And like it just... I was like, this is going to be rough to get through, you know? I, I knew it would be okay. But that was probably the, the one time I was like, oh man. Stretching the skin. I'm like, uh, I think I bit off more than I could chew here. But yeah, it turned out good. <laughs> Plus, he could handle the pain. He was a pretty hardcore dude. So, like, I was like, hey, I'm going to have to really get in here because your skin's old and wrinkly. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, so is that something like, that you kind of taught yourself the different techniques through YouTube videos or just trial and error? At first, it was definitely YouTube. Yeah. At first, it was definitely YouTube. Uh, and I tattooed, like, all my thighs like half of my left leg um, before I tattooed like many people. I had a couple friends that were like, oh dude, go for it. And so they still have those. Funny to look back on <clears throat> as well. You're like, oh, glad I got better at those. But um, it's a, it's a worry yeah. that you pass out if you tattoo yourself, isn't it? I, I had a buddy that kind of started to get into it and he said it was a completely different experience tattooing himself opposed to like other people. Oh. Like, I feel like tattooing myself is harder than if you were to tattoo me, like, or if I'm getting tattooed, that's one thing. But tattooing myself, it just, like, hurts more. I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it's just psychologically, like, you have to put it down, you know, where, like, usually the artist is just going and you're just at his pace. Like, whenever he puts it down, that's when you're in pain. So, like, I don't know, it's just like that, like, okay. You know, and you're like, all right, let's go. I, I think it definitely does. Um, it's a totally different experience. I think you would know if you were going to pass out before it got to that point. Like, if I started feeling that way, I would just be like, I'm done. I think it's also kind of like your brain is telling yourself, why the fuck are we stabbing ourselves? You For know, sure. Of, like, your brain's trying to shut it down, even though your brain's also trying to be like, oh, we want it to look like yeah. this. No, you're absolutely right, dude. Like, I've... I've had things turn out on my leg where I'm like, oh, it's so light. Like, I was just going light because I didn't want to, right. I didn't want more pain. Yeah. I was like, this hurts good enough. I'll, you know, I'll stay here. But, uh, yeah, it, it is a super weird thing. I don't know. But tattooing yourself raw. Do it. Like, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and as somebody that was looking Just be clean. Like, yeah, sterilize everything. Like, if you're going to do it, do, like, be smart. Don't be dumb. So other than hygiene and sterilization, if somebody wanted to get a tattoo, as somebody that has tattoos and gives tattoos, what's your piece of recommendation before you go and get it done? Do you have any like words of wisdom for the, the, the newbies? Man, yeah, I guess make sure you want it. <laughs> and, uh,. Yeah, just get in a good headspace, man. Enjoy it. It's gonna hurt. Don't ask if it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. You know, like, it really is gonna hurt, but it'll be cool. It'll be great. It's a totally cool feeling. 
it kind of sucks. It's kind of awesome. You know, that's what makes it a whole experience. It's like jumping out of a plane or something. Like you're like super scared. You do it, and you're like, that was insane. You know, but tattoos, you have it forever. So it's worth. It's worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Do so it. Just <laughs> be like Nike and just do it. Just do it. If you want a tattoo, do it. Or just call you and have you do it, right? <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, don't call me right now. My books are closed. Books are closed. Can't even get one even. Limited no. edition's over. Not right now. I got a list. Nice. And uh, how I always end all the interviews, I gave you the heads up when we were out on the porch. Yeah. But you get 60 seconds to look at dead at the camera and leave the listeners, leave the viewers with any message that you want. Either direct them to your stuff, give them some ideas, test out a new song, whatever you want to do. All right. Time starts whenever you're ready. Time starts when I start. When you start, it starts. <laughs> Alright. Uh, this is, okay. <clears throat> the toughest question is the open question. It's true. It's like, hey Kyle, yeah, before I, you edit this, remember to do, make, <laughs> make a meme out of that. The toughest question is the open question. That shit'll do good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. No, like, it's so, so weird because, like, even just being comfortable and chilling and having a conversation, like, it's like, you know, at the start of every show, at the start of every interview or something, like, I still always get nervous. It's so weird. Like, I still, I'm always like, oh, okay, like, how's this going to go? I, like you said, you warm up, though, quick. All right, so 60 seconds starts now. I'm Scuff Mixon. Try to be a decent human being. Um, everyone's going through shit. Be there for your friends make music, get tattoos, fuck shit up politely, like don't fuck anyone else's shit up. Have fun, live your life, do what you want, quit your job if it sucks, find a new one. Shit man, all the things that I wish I knew 10 years ago, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, create every day. I had that on the front of my head and I waited until the like, yeah. end of it. <laughs> um, damn, yeah. I don't think anyone's ever like asked that for some reason, which I feel like... Yeah, so Scuff, my last name is Scuffka. Uh, I had a teacher that used to call me Scuffy, which I hated, dude. And then like, you know, other people started calling me that and I was like, no, don't do that. And then I pretty much cut the Y off and I was like, it's not scuffy, it's scuff. And I, you know, just like, it was better than scuffy. Uh, so then, yeah, I, like when I went, when I started making solo music, I started going by scuff. And then um, actually my pops passed away in uh, 2009 and his name was Mick. So uh, I used to like always do this like karate thing to him where I would like karate chop him in the throat or something, you know, like a little asshole kid. and. Uh, and I would be like, I'm Scott Mixon, and like, you know, fucking strike the, the classic pose. And uh, yeah, I don't know, I just like, scuff wasn't fitting what I was doing. I just didn't feel like, I didn't like it, you know? And then scuff Mixon just kind of hit me one day. I was like, oh yeah, that's what it needs to be. And then it just felt right. And I feel like it literally, that's when I became like, leveled up as a musician I was like I know what I sound like I know you know my voice isn't incredible but I'm gonna use it however I can 
you know, I'm not the best guitar player, but I'm gonna play it right. as hard as I can, you know? So, yeah, that's a good question, man. Absolutely, I'm glad. I feel I like no one knows that, probably. They will unless so. you, Unless, like, <laughs> close friends, yeah. Now they gotta know. Now you know. Awesome. <laughs> it don't matter where you are in your life. You don't have to do it by yourself. Thank you everybody for listening. I hope everybody enjoyed the interview. If you liked it, subscribe. Maybe even tell people about it. If you know anybody interesting, tell them to come on the show. Until next time, it's been Colin of Colin Can Help and Colin's Conversations.